0: It's 11 minutes after 8 and thank you so much for tuning in to AM Live this morning. On the Forum at 8, we are in conversation with National Police Commissioner Ria Pieja and this is to discuss matters around the South African Police Services. And you can, of course, as always, join in the conversation by calling us on 891 You can SMS us on 34701, tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM. As we try to unpack the current challenges facing the South African Police service and uh, we ask you the question this morning what type of police officer does south africa need and with that let's uh, greet our national police commissioner Ms. ria Piecha. thanks for speaking to us this morning good morning good morning good morning Sakina. how are you and to the listeners we thank are absolutely great, and thank you so much for making the time, uh taking that time out of your very busy schedule. We've been hounding Ms. Piecha, and we are very grateful that we finally got her to speak to us this morning. Now, just looking at the year that has passed, Ms. Piecha, how would you assess yeah. the performance of the service? Just, I, I just see a bit. I said, uh, looking at the year that's coming to an end now, 2014, how would you assess the performance of the South African Police Service during 2014?
1: Thank you for that one. So, police work is one of those uh, challenging ones. This year, we started off with election, and I must say the police. In fact, we started earlier with Afcon, which is police, very successfully, we had uh, the elections, which the police policed very successfully. And uh, we have managed a number of uh, public protests. I think uh, there are many. You know, in a year, we managed almost uh, eleven to 12,000 public protests, of which about 1,900 would be violent but we still all take care of them so we are truly grateful for the ability for you to be at work as you are children to go to school people to be able to go to their work because of what the work of police is about maintaining public order ensuring that we fight crime crime is challenging the areas where we are winning the areas where we are having very serious challenges things such as uh, our contact crimes are a challenge. And, you know, when we talk about contact crimes, but, but, you know, we talk about crimes which are committed where there's contact between two people, and those would really include things, things such as common assault, assault which gives bodily harm, robbery with aggravating circumstances, issues such as uh, murder, or attempted murder, sexual offences, Those areas, are a little bit challenging. And when I look at the next category of crimes, and I look at what are the greatest drivers, assault, common assault, and uh, assault with criminals they really harm is very high, which shows you that as human beings, we're not very kind to each other. We're a fighting people. Because those two categories, the, the contact crimes contribute about 34% to the crime that we report. But of that 34%, assault and assault with grievous bodily harm contribute above 50% to that 34%. It can that, uh, we then shows us that we're going to need to work very closely with the citizens so that we can reduce those types of crimes. Mm. We're starting to see. Continue, Commissioner? Yeah, you know, we are starting to see some light in terms of. Uh, in you know, those sexual offenses, but we can still do more. And we are wanting really to shift these context times that are bothering us and we are wanting the community to work with us because these are crimes that happen, happen likely mostly in close confines, in the houses, when people leave the cabins at night and they are going home to get raped, when you are having relatives, raping children, so it's those type of things where there's a lot of after the first after the policy. So we would need to bring increased awareness, more community participation by making us aware of the perpetrators. So there's a lot of work to be done in that way.
0: And then just talking about community policing, has that gone up or down in recent times? And how exactly are you monitoring that? which one is that? community policing
1: community policing we are putting it up it's one of the areas where we are looking at a new you know when we talk about the new uh ventures these are things that we want to heighten because our belief for is that we can only win as police if we have the wind that is beneath our wings and this is the community because why the criminals that we are talking about is my daughter, it is your son, it is your neighbor, it is your cousin, it is your friend, it is your fellow congregant. So it's those types of things that we must then start saying if we have the community with us. Because my belief and very deep one is that somebody, someone, knows something about crime. And that is a very serious increase a commodity in terms of what we are doing they come and tell us who are able to go and investigate build a strong docket get witnesses and then we'll be able to get convictions. community outreach is high on the agenda if you talk about the fashion item I would say independent,
0: such commissioner. But how are you monitoring this, commissioner? Given that there have been complaints uh, from members of community that uh, the community policing outfits, uh, the members of uh, those units, would actually stop people, you know, strip them down and and uh, you know do things that perhaps are in opposition um, to people's human rights. You see,
1: this is precisely what you would know about. Uh, we 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 are all talking about the National Development Plan, which is the aspiration, documented aspirations of this country. In that document, where aspirations are being articulated, there's a chapter that actually articulates aspirations of this country in terms of uh, safety and security. And in there, there are a number of things that are being um, emphasized the issue of professionalizing our police service, the issue of demilitarizing our police service. And I think we should not forget, you know, Sakina, that that uh, When we talk about the South African police service, the historical context becomes very crucial. Because we're talking about a police service that was there for the past 102 years, and um, you would agree with me to say the context of the service then and the context of the service now is different. The police service that we have in the past eight years was looking at enforcing certain government imperatives that the current government is not doing. Post-1994, what are we saying? We are saying... Policing in a democracy is very different from policing at that time. We are looking at an environment that recognizes the rights of people. So we must do what? We must teach ourselves this. So our program and our curriculum and our training focuses also on training us and sensitizing us on issues of human rights. Are we there? We've done certain things. Of course, we need to do more so that the culture the ethos of a democratized South Africa, a civil police service that understands the need of people, that understands uh, the human rights, that understands the responsibility of the community is taken into account. So, this is why we are talking about professionalizing the police service. And let me also to say to you, in 1990, first, when this service was set up. We had to integrate 11 agencies, different backgrounds, different forms of training, different orientations. So the journey of transforming the service is a long one. And indeed, I must say, we've made progress.
0: Mm. You also spoke earlier about uh, the service delivery protests, and those are uh, seemingly growing. What has the police done differently in their training in order to make sure that we don't end up with a situation like what we are seeing in the United States at the moment, for example, given that we've had our own Andres Tatane situation, for instance? That is one area that
1: that we're focusing on very extensively. Our public order policing training is quite intense. And for people to come and participate as public order police, they should have been trained initially as police. That's a specialization to put it in, uh, you know, normal language. Because now we are saying, for you to be able to do other things, first understand your basic policing, but also go through this specialized training, that is going to make you a better person or a specialist in managing crowds. So they are a very special, special unit with specialized skills. It's not every other police that is a public order police. This is why right now we are embarking on a process of having what we call first responder training, where we are saying, before the specialists come, because they are not placed in all the stations, they are placed in particular units, we must train those that are in the front line to hold the fort. And this is why we are having this one that we call, also the training that we call first responder training. Just last year when we went for the election, we trained over 2,000 uh, police from metropolis, from our police, to be that first responder training. And there is a specialist unit that is trained especially around issues of managing public order. And they continue to get professor training and uh, ongoing training. What we've also done, because we continue to renew the training that we give our police, you would recall, or maybe let me remind you listeners, that uh, pre-1994, police were trained for six months and then they would have qualified to be police. As part of professionalizing the police, we have moved to a training. Now police are trained for a solid two years because we are wanting the profession to be on par with other professions, but also we realize we have to add new models, modules into their training, such as the one that I spoke earlier, on to say they need to be tra- trained on human rights so that they are you know, better position to police in this new, democratized, free environment this aspiration in South Africa. But we've also done other All the new trainees that we are having also get, uh, for instance, a public order policing first responder training, because we want them to be whole people as they go out.
0: We are speaking to Police, uh, National Police Commissioner Ms. Ria Piecha this morning and uh, we welcome your input this morning. 891 is the number to dial, SMS us on 34701, tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo. Now, uh, Commissioner, also the other problem that you have is dealing with uh, very organized, uh, sophisticated crime syndicates. Do you think the police uh, service at the moment is sufficiently equipped to deal with with uh, this particular problem? And do you think that there is sufficient coordination uh, between the various crime intelligence facilities? Uh,
1: Look, Zakina, I think I'm satisfied. The trajectory we are on is a very positive one. On that one, in terms of, uh, you know, highly organized crime, you would be aware that government decided on establishing a specialist unit that focuses on